Parental discretion is advised. This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk about the best of the Attitude Era, the worst of all wrestling gimmicks, and what's life like under the WWE Network. Stick around. Get your indie fix at SorgatronMedia.com store. Get 20% off any digital downloads with the coupon code HEAD, including our latest release, IWC A New Era, featuring Al Snow and Luke Doc Gallows of TNA and WWE. Want to support the show directly? Donate as little as a dollar an episode to get your name in the show with more benefits on the way. Check out our page at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Wait for the perfect time Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show 410. Ed Sorgatron here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to rock it here. We got a hell of a crew with us today. First of all, let's just bring it up. And he, uh, for the Riz joins us. Hi. Hi. Hi, Sorg. How you doing? Welcome to the first half of the show again. We're going to talk wrestling. We are going to talk wrestling, good sir. Hey, you know where we are going to talk wrestling? Where? On the internet? On the kind of radio. On the kind of radio? No, that thing isn't on there yet. That's the other show. No, that's the no, other that's show. No, that's the other show. Yeah. That's yeah. the other show. No, we'll get, okay, to, that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to uh, that also, part. Also with us is DJ Lunchbox. Papa Lunchbox. Papa Lunchbox, be happy. This is bullshit. We are not going to talk wrestling. I refuse to talk about wrestling on the wrestling. You will Mayhem talk show about wrestling on the radio. Otherwise, okay. All right, let's talk about wrestling. Yes. All right. And also back with us from the Carolinas is Bo Diggity. Woo! I I return because I asked. Yes. Really. Uh, so Sorg apparently has missed all of the times in the wrap of things where I said, Hey Sorg, can I be on the show the next night? Every time he's apparently just completely missed that part. So um yeah, I don't know what happened, but I, I'm now on the show again and uh everything's great. You gotta call my people, man. You gotta call my people. Or just Is- leave a really blatant voicemail. Apparently. I, yeah, Sorg, I did. I did leave a really super, voicemail. super blatant um Get me the fuck back on the show uh, voicemail. That's what happened. The yeah. only change that came about from uh, Occupy Mayhem was that we got Bo Diggity back on the show. There you go. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good solid change. Congratulations, that, Hijack Mayhem. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Offered. Yep, yep. So so now now he's on the show, but he needs to beat DJ Lunchbox in order to get to the second half of the show. Ooh. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I will bite you to the... I will fight you till I'm out of breath. <laughs> I now, are fight you saying fight no. or bite? Because I'm only on board for one of those. Mm, all right, we'll, hey. get, we'll get into that later. Of course, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can find out more at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. What's going on over there? Um, where's my notes at? Uh, of course, thanks Basic Sickness for our intro song, BasicSickness.com. If you want to check out his stuff for free download. He's got a brand new music video that uh, we actually tweeted out earlier. <laughs> There's tape involved right now. Um, we'll oh, get to no. that, too. I have to edit, um, I have to edit myself. It's like a 92 <laughs> MTV video um, over here. I'm sorry. 
Uh, good times. Oh my God. Email us at good times at wrestling mayhem show.com or drops us a line at 412 406. I'm sorry, 206 412 206 WMS0 uh, at mayhem show don't on the Twitter. Us, what we're saying, we're just saying don't call. We're us. wrestling mayhem show on Facebook, on Google Plus, and of course, the great Facebook group. There's like a ton of you guys joining every week. I love it. Plenty of new faces, lots of conversation, and the funny pictures from Riz. Um, You're welcome. And also, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, other places, I'm sure. Um, Flip TV, Roku devices, that kind of stuff. Uh, quick note, we may not be... If you're getting us video um, on iTunes, you may not be doing that very soon as they're uh, ending that support on Blip TV. We're trying to, trying to see about a solution, but I don't think there are a lot of people uh, involved in that. So we're, we're uh, in the meantime, we are on YouTube, so I think that's going to be the go-to place for video people with video these days. And of course, you can join us live every Tuesday night at WrestlingMayhemShow.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we got links up there and everything. Say right here for the Sorgatron Media live stream for everything that we do. And of course, um, big thanks to our Patreon person. Um, Re- WrestlingRevolution.net has been so- supporting us with $2 a show. Uh, for as low as a dollar, you will get some WMS gold. All that stuff we recorded. We used to put in the app. We're putting in the app if you bought that or you still want to buy that on the Amazon App Store for Android or on iOS App Store. But now you can also contribute as little as a dollar an episode for the Patreon. If you enjoy the show, you love the value of the show, want to chip in just a little bit, um, you can do that. You can do a penny. You can do five cents if you really want to do, just to put something in for the show. If you guys if you guys do that, we can do a lot to do a lot bigger and better things. And maybe bring more shows. Because we've been doing that lately. Laundry time. A laundry time, laundry time mayhem show. There you go. But I mean, we do have a lot. We've been doing the wrap ups. We're doing the after shows. We got the indie mayhem show. We have a lot of content out there, guys. Sometimes live readings of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yep. That, that happens. has happened. Of course. Uh, I apologize in advance if you're offended by uh, graphic depictions of the genitalia of professional wrestlers, but you know, them's the breaks. I still I don't apologize during Antonio Cesaro matches a little bit after listening to that. A little, little weirded out uh, yep. by that. Um, so let's get into Well, Of course, if you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Forgot to end that part. And we got a link over there at wrestling mayhem show.com if you want to check that out as well. Um, now let's get right into it. The only way we know how with the fan mail first let's go dibs ahead with the what dibs on dustin's if you want sure dibs do it I need to get my, do it get ready for this one do it <clears throat> i've been waiting for dear, this week dear mayhem nation sup it is official there has been quite the debate going on for some time now al gore lied when he said it was him Chris Jericho simply fabricated the fabricated, not fabricated, like fabricated, fabricated the truth fabricated. due to his envy. Hmm. And on Sunday, no one can argue who the true inventor of the internet really is. That award goes to Ethanol Carter the third. I didn't realize his full name was Ethanol, but sure. <laughs> on this on this exact same day, in the exact same five minutes, and in the exact same sentence, it was also made official that EC3 won the internet as well. Check his mm-hmm. Wikipedia page to see that these claims became validated this past Sunday. What? Do, do we have the Wikipedia page here? Oh, I, I guess I'll, I'll look, it look it up. It's, we got to now look. Hold on. We got to pause this email to look up. Um, 
hope this is really the, easy to find, can... or else this is going to be a very awkward uh, situation. Yeah, I hope we find I something. Oh, no. I really do. I mean, let's see here. <clears throat> Let me see if I can pull it up. I'm going to, but I realize it's on the wrong computer here. What's the story? Wishbone. Find it on. I don't see anything here about internets being one. Continue with the email. Carry on. Uh, I do see here, though, that he participates in Zumba. Oh, Continuing. good. Good. Questions. Knowing that logic does not apply in this realm, what was your reaction to Bully Ray helping MVP gain control of wrestling operations? Fucking sucked. That was weird. That was weird. I watched it today, like kind of in the background a little bit, but I still watched it. Um, I didn't get that at all. I, other than he screwed over Dixie Carter, which kind of made it make sense. I guess I was shocked because I thought Bully Ray hated black people. Oh, no. oh, oh! Yeah, I thought Are that was kind of the case. There, but, uh, I'm on the fence because I know this was a face move, but it could have just as easily been Bully saying "fuck you" to Dixie and Rude. Plus, it sets up an interesting match at Sacrifice between the two. That's Dustin's opinion. My opinion. Didn't watch it. I oh, I take that back. I was gonna watch Sacrifice, and then I didn't. You mean Lockdown? Up in, or lockdown. That's right. Sacrifice is the next one. Lockdown. I didn't watch lockdown except for the very, very, very end after they had already won. And then I see Bully in there and I'm like, what the, what? And then I see like Dixie getting mad and then uh, Rue gets powerbombed through a table and I went, oh, something must have happened there. All it right, was, then. It was the fitting ending to a clusterfuck of a match. It was. Yeah, it, I, it was, and I, like I said on the after show, it was Vince Russo all over your face. It does seem like it does seem like Vince Russo sticky. I, I think you guys were talking about the war games and how it was two rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe at the after show on lockdown. Um, yeah, it, it, there's just two eight people in there trying to pull stuff off. It does seem like a cluster. Um, and and by almost, the way, they took away that uh, that he won the world. So. What? Oh, he won the internet. They, they took that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, I imagine um, that wouldn't stay up for too can long. I, can I sidebar here real quick? Okay. Is Vince Russo just the Michael Bay of wrestling? <laughs> kind of, isn't he? Where he yeah. just, like, he doesn't have any sort of real plots. He just goes for the big, like, explosions and stuff. Pretty much. He's just no, like, he's and, then like and then this guy comes in, and he goes, and then this other guy comes in, and he goes, and then these guys come in, and they're like, what are you doing? That's Vince Russo. No, he's the M. It's a twist. M- it be. With M. Night Shyamalan twists. There you go. Because he had one great twist with Hulk Hogan joining the NWO. No. 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 That wasn't him. Mm-mm. That wasn't him? No. Mm-mm. He was in WWE at the time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Pop. Yeah. He, he's the and guy. He tried who... to be what they were, what they wanted to have, and that's shock value. And they tried to do that again and again. And again, and again, and it just didn't work. Yeah, because South Park has been saying shit on television for the last like eight years. You can't you can't just say shit on television and go <gasps> and clutch your pearls. It doesn't work anymore. So, yep. sorry, Vince, you got to come up with something better than saying shit on television. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Andre Cup Battle Royal, I didn't realize this was for Andre the Giant's Cup, but sure. Uh, the Andre Cup Battle Royal taking place at Mania as a way to get as many people on the car as possible. I have a two-part question. 
Who would you like to see participate in this match? And if you had to pick right now, who is your money on to win Andre's Cup? So I guess you just win Andre the Giant's just giant sweaty cup, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. I okay. I don't think it's sweaty anymore. It's probably dried. You know what? Yeah, I, 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 have a, I have a really strong feeling that the uh, that that Andre the Giant's cup sweat is everlasting. It's just there forever. <laughs> it's no like matter where you water, are, it's always moist. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like it's like water from a stone. So, what was the first part of the question? Uh, who is your money? Who would you like to see in the match, and who is your money on to win it? Great, Collie. Of course. Uh, my uh, answer sword. to both questions are the same, and uh, I say Biggie Langston. Uh, unfortunately, I think they're going to go. I think, like, I feel like this is a John Cena. Yeah, John Cena is going to win that match. Obviously, I feel like Big Show gets this. I is he like in there? I he probably will be eventually. I mean, is um, John Cena in like the match? it seems like the obvious thing. John apparently Cena's not anymore. Um, he said he was in. Then he, he said he, he wasn't. Was then he went. Wait a minute. Yeah. Then he said, "Well, Crazy wait, no, guy. I actually have a match." Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I again, I I'd love to see like a Biggie or somebody do it and um i could see if they're not involved in anything else or roman reigns i mean after the showing at royal rumble but i'd like to see him oh would you know be like cesaro or biggie to give them that kind of big kind of push for it so but yeah isn't it more i think this is more along the lines of hey you have done so much for wrestling so here's a gigantic trophy i hope kind that whoever win, i, I kind of want to heal to win it I don't know who, but I want a heel to win it, and I want them to carry it to every match they have. And I want this trophy to be so enormous, just so <laughs> ridiculous, that like it's like, have, oh, here he comes real with this enormous it. trophy. Kind of like uh, uh, Crash Holly with the scale. I can see that I in that, that case, I can see Cesaro doing it. I can, you can just see Cesaro winning it, and then you see um, Dutch carrying out around this giant trophy. I want it to be Dutch-sized. <laughs> I want him to be the size of yes. Dutch Mantel, and he's just carrying around this giant trophy like Cesaro America. Let's be honest. Real Americans win. In the long run, like El Torito is going to win this thing. Yeah. In, the, in real life, something stupid like that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Hornswoggle. Exactly. All right. The ending of the Magnus Samoa Joe match reminded me a lot of the Attitude Era, just not of the any, just not any of the good parts. What is something from that era you wished had never gone away? I'll go with um, the Attitude Era was really made by the fact that you had two competing shows going on at the same time, mm-hmm. so you effectively had four hours of wrestling. Didn't Nitro start at eight? I want to say yeah. Nitro started yeah. at eight. And then Raw started at 9, so you always got one hour on each side of just that that program. And then, so you either got like, the first hour of Nitro and the last hour of Raw. And eventually Nitro went three hours. Yes. So Nitro did go three hours at one point. Went away was um, WCW. Wait, what's that? That was a poor move. What's that, LB? So the thing that you wish had never gone away was WCW. Yeah, I wish that WCW had never gone away. Oh, by the way, the first thing I watched, I finally watched something on the WWE Network that wasn't like the pre or post show. Uh, was Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio in a match at Halloween Havoc 96. 
and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed a Rey Mysterio match for the first time in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Felt great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chachi actually first time in 15 years, and it was in 1996. Ch- Chachi was asking me what yeah. what pay per view he should watch, and I was like, "How about WCW Hogwild?" Um, because oh, that is always no. one of my favorites. And I knew, I knew right off the bat, I was like, there is a really good Ray Mysterio match. All the Cruiser matches on that is going to be interesting. And and he said, yes, Ray Mysterio Ultimate, Ultimate Dragon was uh, a pretty good flippy match. Um, and I think he enjoyed some of the other stuff. Like the bikers scaring uh, Harlem Heat with their bikes. <laughs> right, rubbing them during the match against yeah. the Steiners or something. I, I uh, th- yeah, I, I just the fact that there was actual competition. Yeah, yeah, which means that both of them had to step it up and do. I don't want to say that they had to like make things crazier and crazier, but they had to because the the wrestling during yeah. the attitude there wasn't great compared to what it is now. Mm-hmm. But and it, so- the fact that the that they had to continually one up each other, which was exactly really awesome. Um, and, That's what it was. And uh, Eamon brings up in the chat room uh, risk taking as far as talent goes. But I also want to point out here. I, I think he's the the same one who who pointed out the um, original Bad News Barrett was this guy that lowered from this platform uh, from the top, uh, like on Raw uh, that I've never seen before. I've absolutely <coughs> never seen this clip what before. Is, what? They, what? Go, you'll yeah, have to look at the Facebook really group fast. for that. He, did he? I I didn't remember him being there. It must have been when I was in my blackout for WWF. Um, but, all kinds of problems. But I think that yeah, they took a lot of risks. But I think there are a lot of misses, like more misses than we see even today in NXT uh, when it comes oh, yeah. to something like that. Because they were, Ooh. it did feel like attitude. They were trying everything. Mm-hmm. At the time, remember we did get a yo. Know, I was reminded of this because I watched a a uh, interview of Goldust uh, between the stuff on WWE Network and like the period when he was like the mentally uh, had a problem and had was into the bondage with Luna Vachon kind of thing. Like they the, were the throwing everything as Goldust. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was a lot of misses. As far as what I miss, I think the part of it that I miss is the rabid rabid fans which i think we're really getting back with the daniel bryan situations lately yeah that like if you go back and watch old attitude era stuff Mm -hmm. these people are ready to rip seats out of the arena yeah and throw them the crowd is nuts they're ready to riot at any moment the amount of signs that are out there and and people just you know expect Exploding when you hear the glass break when something happens. I mean, it is just a whole different show. It feels like it feels like the metal concert versus a a uh, a, uh, a country like sit a down concert, concert. You know, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it like, feels like it almost feels like this is this concert you're afraid to go to because there might be a mosh pit. Yep. To me, so they, like if you, yeah, you're right. The glass break, the mm-hmm. Austin glass break. <laughs> It's like, where did all that noise come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, more, uh, anybody else need to answer there? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we have uh, we have other things to answer okay. here. Hold on. Allow me to. No, no. I, I, to I, I did ever get a turn at that question, Riz? Uh, um, so. I don't know. What was the question? The attitude error. What, what do you? What do you miss about the attitude error? Oh, what do I miss about the attitude error? Fucking naked Midian. <laughs> you can correct the naked Midian. Uh, but no, the, always, the one, always comes up. Like one thing I remember besides you know the abnormal levels of bloodshed 
was really abnormal. The, the abnormal, the abnormal amounts of bloodshed uh, was like Sorg said, the, the amazing, the weird characters that tried to be something in WWE and then failed hard. And it was to the point where they had to just go over there and try to change as much as they can from where they were. And some of them failed miserably and some of them strived on that and became big. Like Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He was a blue blood. He talked in like in English. Like in in seventeenth seventeenth century English. Properly proper, proper English. English. The Queen's English, sir. Yes. And then he joined with DX, and then he started becoming Triple H, and then he ditched the the proper English, and then you have Triple H as he is now, which is a gigantic douchebag. But it, it all started with him changing his character to fit the Attitude Era. And that's what they did. That's what they needed to do to su- succeed in that era. Boop. Lunchbox, what do you got? Lunchbox. Um, <clears throat> uh, a couple Lunchbox. of things. Um, I uh, this one's. Uh, I, I let me start by saying I uh, I have nothing but respect for all the wrestlers, and I want them to live long and healthy lives. But uh, uh, ECW was something that got me back into wrestling, so I kind of miss that uh, that crazy ass violence. I totally understand why it's not feasible anymore, and I'm I, I'm pretty glad why it's not feasible anymore. And those were fucking crazy times to watch wrestling. Um, and the other thing was there was I, I feel like in the attitude era, like you had goofy ass um, <clears throat> uh, tag teams like like uh, Scotty Too Hottie and and whoever the fuck Brian Christopher. I don't I just feel like everybody was having a good time and I feel like so many people take themselves so goddamn seriously nowadays and uh, that just you don't really watch wrestling and think these guys are having a really good time. Except yeah, for maybe the bangers. Usos. The Usos seems to be really enjoying themselves. But, I don't know. It's still fucking self-serious. and Yeah. That's I still I think it's funny that out of the brood, the Edge and Christian were the ones who made it. Like, Gangrel, the clear like leader of that group, kind of fell by the wayside because everybody went, "Yo, a vampire? Fuck out of here!" There's actually a good discussion about that. I forget. Oh, I forget what I was watching when they were talking about that. But they're like, "Yeah, they kind of because they kind of put them together to both help Gangrel and and help elevate those two and Andrew Christian." But then the literally end, they elevated them on a on a thing <laughs> exactly yeah. around fire, fire, right? And yep. but they li- but but people started cheering them more, and then Gangrel got pushed back. Actually, it was one of the Legends roundtables when they were talking about that. And then they brought up the point that he was doing porn or something for a moment. I love the Legends oh. Route tables because they're completely no oh, holds barred. Oh, porn? Oh. Yeah, no, no, he, he, was no. making porn He was directing, wasn't he? No. Oh, he's in it. That's not, <laughs> that's not cool. That's not Yeah, gang, right. Gangrel uh, was making I'm like vampire porn. But I'm also kind of curious. <laughs> yeah, and so the Hardys the and right now, uh, Edge and Christian were and Gangrel were one faction. Not not all together. No. Not not at the same time. 
Where the, oh, the Hardys came later. That's right. No, I think the Hardys mm-hmm. came first, left, and then Edge and Christian, or maybe the other way around. I, you know what? No, I think it is. Edge and Christian it is the other first. way around. Yeah, yeah. They split off and then they picked up the Hardys. So yeah, and that like that led to them fighting, but then they just like like because the first uh, either ladder match or I think his first ladder match was for the Terry Runnels services and contract and money. Oh, yeah. But then you yeah. forget about that because they just elevated what? beyond the brood and beyond that, beyond the gimmicks, basically, and just became what they became. And it was it was it was it was amazing to watch back then, I remember. So awesome. More email, sir. We do have more from Dustin. The never ending email. Kidding. Thank you, Dustin, for writing so yeah, many only nice because things. only because of our answers. <laughs> Yes. Uh, personally, I feel one of the better things about that time was that the fact that all the titles on the show had storylines revolving around wrestlers attempting to acquire said title and the matches for said belts. That's something I wish would come back. Yeah. That's all for me, guys. If you didn't get a chance, Lockdown was a solid pay-per-view with some quality matches. Yes, there were plenty of clusterfuck overbooked moments, as expected from TNA. But the Gunner Storm, Gail Kim Rain, and Bad Influence and Saban Wrestle 1 matches were all generally greatly entertaining for me. Regards, Dustin. I'll also like to point out that as part of that Wrestle 1, uh, that was the great Muda was there. Yes. Muda was Muda locking yes. people. You know, that was a lot of the matches on that card were wrestling fans' matches. Uh-huh. Like hardcore, like indie wrestling fans matches, I think. Um, and I think it was a pretty good show. I don't think it's a $30 worthwhile show or $40, no, I think no. I saw it on YouTube. What? No. What? It wasn't a thirty. Like you said it wasn't a thirty dollars show. On board. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would go on to say that the match of the night was Gunner and Storm. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't understand anything going on, and I watched Impact from the start of this. I, I watch Impact. I watch this <laughs> stuff, and then when I, I was excited for it, mm-hmm. and then when I watched it, like I said in in. On the uh, after show, it left a sour taste in my mouth because it didn't lead to shit. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I know. Like I, I won. I, I did like the wrestling, some of the wrestling, some of the storytelling, but some isn't going to cut it when you're trying to produce an awesome wrestling match when you're at a wrestling pay per view, and you're trying to make people depart with forty dollars a pop. Yes, that's that's exactly. There's no resolution. They're like, so why no. you build up to build up to the next episode of Impact, and I, and that's a problem we had when you had twelve pay per views, but that's inexcusable when you have three. Like he he brought. Uh, I think either you or you brought up the Sam Shaw and uh, Anderson match. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a good story. Yeah, but it was horribly done. It was horribly done by two guys. Well, by, by Sam Shaw, whose gimmick is unique in its own way. But to have Anderson in that being a douchebag about it isn't the guy you have to go to. Isn't yeah. the guy who's the protector of every female right. It shouldn't be Anderson. It should be somebody else. And it should be a good match. Mm-hmm. And it should have a payoff in that end. Exactly. I drew you a picture, though. 
<laughs> All right, we got another email. Uh, actually, a couple emails. First, let's go to the visual aid ones. Uh, Chachi has been actually uh, again sending us pictures, uh, stuff he's gone uh, uh, come across uh, doing the WWE Network stuff. First of all, this one is actually uh, a sign he saw at WrestleMania uh, 17. Oh, he's watching the Raw before WrestleMania 17. Uh, the one where Shane buys WCW from under Vince, uh, whom have a match against each other at WrestleMania. I, saw, I watched a little bit of that today, actually, in the background. Uh, don't feel bad, Shane. My dad regretted my birth, too, is the mm. sign. Yeah, there you go. And he's got another one for us. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is kind of funny. Uh, normally, I send screen caps of signs. And I'll prep it here. Uh, of signs I find while uh, crushing the WWE Network. However, cruising, I'm sorry, the WWE Network. Uh, however, uh, this could not be passed up. Dude taking a picture with a MacBook. Yeah. At a live WWE show. Yeah. I was watching. I was on NXT. And I, we, we were watching it live. And do we have a, I do we have saw, a picture of this? Yes, yes we've we we got the picture. Yeah. And we saw the keyboard illuminating on the, on the, <laughs> on the floor, on the, like the, the keyboard was. And we were just looking at it like, what is this idiot doing? He's having the camera pointing at the, at the crowd away from, the, away from everything happening. And it was just awkward to see. That, no, 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 no. That's photo booth. <laughs> yeah. You are doing exactly it wrong. What is what's happening, sir? He's sir, pointing let me, the camera. Let me, let He's let pointing in, his entire. Invite you to the camera computer. section of your local Best Buy, where you can spend eight hundred dollars less than you paid for that MacBook. <laughs> you had the. Well, you have the. Why would? Why? Why would you do? Who would allow this to happen? What security guy went? <laughs> All right, sir. You have okay, uh, some signs you, here. Signs here. You have a full fucking first, MacBook. Sir. What do you need your MacBook for? <laughs> Like, yeah. Did anybody How else am I take pictures, Probably man. Not. Who to fucking take pictures, man? All right, all right. Go ahead. Just gonna take it inside. And so if he said, "I'm here to take pictures," I would literally look at him and go, "You're an idiot. Get out." <laughs> <laughs> we got one more email here before the break. Uh, greetings, Mayhemers, from uh, Mad Mike. Oh, He's off for the night and wanted to get his two cents in. Okay, just a few brief things about wrestling this week. Brian's Occupy Raw. I'm sorry. Hashtag. Or is it, wait, wait. Hashtag uh, Occupy Raw uh, segment was amazing, but now that we are most likely getting him in the title match, remember that anything can happen from the that point. Uh, it's weird that Punk is making his TV return on Talking Dead. <coughs> no, I don't think so. He's got a relationship no. with Nerdist, and Chris Jericho has a relationship outside of WWE with Nerdist. I think uh, it, it's fine, and he's probably making up for having to blow off the midnight at midnight appearance for whatever reason. <coughs> Sam Shaw pulling Christy into the cage was the best spot from a wrestling match this past week. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, Adam Rose's entourage is better than Daniel Bryan's. Agreed. Also yes. includes a bunch of old IWC guys. Uh, well, we should touch on Adam Rose later, shouldn't we? Um, woo! Woo! Uh, if Abyss comes out in a suit on this week's Impact, I quit. Um, no, no, he won't. I'm, you know, I'm with you guys on the abyss. It's, it's been so well laid out, and I don't. It they, was. So they better have a good explanation for this. Uh, uh, this this turn that he starts helping out uh, Magnus randomly. Um, also, I feel like like the Dixie Card Administration has spread their cards out too thin between the two main matches. You know, it's like, well, if you had abyss in the last one, this wouldn't have happened, right? Um, 
I still don't understand why EC3 wasn't a special wasn't the special referee. Agreed. Especially since mm. he didn't get uh well, he got knocked out by Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley still looking good, not weird like Batista does compared to before. Uh yeah, still should be on the show. My own addition. I wish I I'm sorry, what's what's that LB? Bobby Lashley was fourteen when we saw him last. He hasn't had time to age. That is true. <coughs> Ish. Um Is he is he kinda like a is he kinda like like a a Puerto Rican little league player where they're just like, he's 14. It's like, no, he's yes. not. He's nine. They just no, he's 17 the all the way around. But, um, I wish we could have one man from every WrestleMania in the battle Royal with the 30th guy being NXT or making his WrestleMania debut. Sammy Zayn. That would be awesome. Let's do Sammy Zayn. That would be awesome. Uh, what is Willow? We're still asking that. Uh, Jeff Hardy in a mask. More neglected neglected championship. The U.S. belt or the X Division belt. Isn't Austin Aries the champ and he was in the main event? X Division belt because it's on TNA. Yes, also true. Renee Young is lovely and all, but she needs to not geek out as much in front of Hogan. Ah, come on. It's it's, it's nice. It's Hulk Hogan. It's nice. And Listen, Cena geeked out in front of in front of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Like, Edge geeked me. out when he won the tag team belt with Hogan. So, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Cena's you know smile what? when Hogan's doing the the ear thing that was real. That was eight year old going. I'm in the ring with Hulk Hogan and he's doing the thing like right in front of me, and he wants me to do it with him. Like, I would lose my damn mind. Hulk Hogan is a horrible human being, but I would lose my ever-loving mind if Hulk Hogan went, you need to come in the ring with me, and we're going to do the thing, brother. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm in that <laughs> ring. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A white alchemist. You know I, noticed, I noticed something on Raw last night uh, about that, about John Cena and and uh, Hulk Hogan. And, you know, they're so similar. Of course, John Cena's freaking out because, you know, Hulk Hogan's what he wants to be, you know? And I thought about that, and uh, but the Bray Wyatt promo, he says a line that was something along the lines of uh, Hogan's present is seen as future. Yep. Which oh, wow. basically he's basically saying that Hulk Hogan's a broken down piece of shit, and so and John Cena's headed that way. I feel like since Bray Wyatt's the language he uses in his promos are very strange. And uh, it's like very non-traditional. He can get away with saying whatever the fuck he wants with no repercussions, <laughs> mm-hmm. because yeah. he said he said some stuff. And I thought if anybody else said that, they would have fucking just got fired or stepped on somebody's toes. And I do understand. I was reading somewhere that that he write he does write his own promos. God, he has to. Nobody can write something mm-hmm. like that for you. Um, and but he does uh, run them past like the oh, creative or something. So mm-hmm. so I mean, it's 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 doing a pass, you know. Um, but do they understand it? <laughs> that's no. the catch i don't think There's, i don't think they look closely enough and get it enough and he can just get away with stuff there was another line that he would that he threw out there uh, it was the, in the first promo i tweeted it this morning which was take your vitamins say your prayers to the virtues of hustle loyalty and respect hope is gone hope is dead and i was like <laughs> This is the greatest. And then he <laughs> dropped that Cena's curse, Hogan's present is Cena's future. And I went, he is just really nailing everything right now. Have you yep. noticed? I, he's done this. I think he did this on SmackDown and Raw. But he gets into this like like mocking childhood childlike giddiness in the middle of his promos, making fun of whatever he's talking about. And it's mm-hmm. even creepier. 
because mm-hmm. he's doing it in that southern twang that you see people with like at deliverance yeah. say it's the best it is i think it's the best character i think this is going to be if given enough time and attention and respect and and development i i feel like bright white Bray Wyatt, Wyatt could Wyatt. be another Undertaker, long-lasting, holy shit character, if treated correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, uh, I, I feel I, like I, if he's writing that stuff, he's smart enough. Sorry, AJ. No, it's fine. The, the, I, I was follow. I follow uh, Stephen Godfrey, who used to work for TNA, uh, and now writes as a college football writer for SB Nation. Um, and he wrote the other day. He was talking about Bray Wyatt, and he's like. I don't understand why he was at Troy playing football. Troy is a very, very tiny little school in Tennessee. Um, and he's like, I don't get why he was a lineman at Troy. He's 6'3", 300-some pounds, and he's moving like a damn cornerback out there. I really don't get why he was at Troy. <laughs> like His natural athletic abilities are kind of amazing um, when you think about how large he is. And the, far, the crazy part is... The, the other crazy part is that he's the smallest one in the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. Like Rowan and Harper are bigger and he's the mm-hmm. smallest one. And he's six something, 300 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times when they put him in a match, like I, I keep thinking this was seen like, he seems like the weakest link, but he, he's not really a weak link in the long run. I mean, just look at his matches with Daniel Bryan, make him look vicious as all hell. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. So, all right, with that guys, let's go to the break. Of course, you know, uh, the support of the show, we, we also, uh, have affiliations with friends in the international wrestling cartel. And, uh, let's go check out a little bit from, uh, their, Another, 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 another
Another, 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 another
Another, 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 another